This is your host, T. This is your host, Tia. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Top 10. Live. Geek Vibes Nation. Geek Vibes Nation. 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 The top 10. The top 10. The top 10. All right. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of the top 10 by Geek Vibes Nation. As always, I'm your host, Tia, and I have the amazing Brittany with me today. As always, how are you doing, Brittany? I was going to say, I always started out with talking about the cats, because apparently when I sit down to do a podcast, they're like, yes, good, you're trapped. Hello. <laughs> yeah, like this mother, all, all five of them. Yeah, the cats leave me alone while I'm doing the top ten. I got Lady over on the couch there and everything, and of course the cats, I feel like, gravitate towards Polly more, and they're like, screw you. Um, so yeah, there you well, go. well, we are in the basement and we recently installed a, uh, a microchip activated door so that only certain cats can come down here with us. So oh, that's smart. That's cool. <laughs> so oh this goodness. is that this is a safe haven for our cat Melody, who is the biggest wimp in the world. She's my hippie cat. She's all like love and light, oh. love and light. I'm like, well, you just beat the crap out of your brother once and then this will stop and she's like no i can't so oh, I love him. I can't. so she gets to she gets to be in the basement as much as she wants so at some point we'll probably hear the door click i apologize a little that's fine that's funny I, I should do that i should oh. do that because one of my cats likes to pick on all the other ones he's got to prove he's alpha oh my gosh it's i'm telling you it's 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 a game changer yeah. <laughs> highly recommend it <laughs> yeah i was gonna say um in our house we have four cats and there's definitely like an alpha hierarchy there used to be one uh apollo who used to i feel like be the alpha but he got asthma a few years ago so now it's like oh. jupiter is now the alpha and he like can tell it and you're like jupiter stop being mean to apollo and it's like cats don't understand that they're like no he has They've He's, had a rivalry since, like, birth, though. Like, ever yeah. since both of them were in the house. Didn't you say it was because Apollo was first and Jupiter came next? And yeah, Apollo was the first. About it. But, you know, a little boy. Yes, man. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Storm is a, he will be, uh, we're going to have a birthday part of, party for him. He will be one year old at the end of the month. Uh, but he's in his teenage years where he's like, I know everything and I'm the biggest badass and there's a new sheriff in town and everyone's like, will you just stop with this? <laughs> it, you know, I'm like, he's going to outgrow it. He's going to outgrow it. We just got to put a microchip door in to get Melody through this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we have a bunch of cat lovers today. For those who are listening only, we have an amazing two guests with us today. I've talked very highly about the Kind of Nerdy Girls podcast. I've been on the podcast three times, and as you know, I'm obsessed. And we have KJ and Jana from the Kind of Nerdy Girls podcast. Hello! Yay! So excited to be on your show. Thank you. I'm very excited, especially because we have a very exciting top 10 today. It's something that we all love. It's a subject that we can all talk in length about. And frankly, 
it should be a national holiday and it is the top 10 Chris Evans roles. Yay! Yay. <laughs> well, I will tell you, Tia, this is very, it's very fitting when you say it should be a holiday because uh, Captain America's birthday is July 4th. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming up uh, in July, it will be our second annual Chris Miss in July, where we do the 12 days of Chris Evans movies. So mm-hmm. this is all perfect timing to, to, to kick off our, our holiday season of celebrating Chris Evans. Then <laughs> I tell you, Brittany, it. that they have, like, not only do they have Christmas, but they have a Chris Evans update on their podcast. I'm like, we need to start doing that. Like, believe me, <laughs> I will tell you that when I was on your podcast, I was like, hmm, what are some tips that I can bring over to the top 10? <laughs> <laughs> if you need me to do a weekly, like, drop it in, and now here's KJ with the Chris Evans update. The Chris Evans I can update. be like, you guys, the Chris Evans update is now syndicated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I need an update for like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I, I was oh, like, she's uh, that, that's, I, I do have an obsession, but you know what? I, I'm not ashamed of it, Tia. I won't take the slander from you. <laughs> I love Let Jeffrey me... Dean Morgan too, so it's fine. If you go back into our, is that, have we posted it? I think it's in the classic episodes yeah, on. The classics. Are you talking about where he tweeted us? He, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I Gosh, we're going to get so off topic. Here, but Jeffrey <laughs> Dean Morgan, Brittany. We did an episode, and actually, I think it's still on YouTube. Yes, it's you could. So it's way, way back on our YouTube channel. I'll have oh, to go man. find it. But we were doing an episode where I don't know for whatever reason we were talking about cheese and Jeffrey Dean Morgan's beard, mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> I like. I, I don't know why. I, so the tweet was like, listen to the new kind of nerdy girls where we uh, nerd out about cheese and Jeffrey D. Morgan's beard. And he tweeted back at us and was like, I love cheese too. But I'm a little disappointed that my beard didn't get its own episode. So then we did a whole episode tributing Jeffrey Dean Morgan's beard. <laughs> That's amazing. I would have died of happiness. I just, it's just a, a thing about um, older men and playing villains that I'm just all about. I get oh, it, yes. girl. No. So, there, so there's two things that Brittany loves, and I feel like you guys need to know this before we move on. Oh, one, no. being, <laughs> one being, of course, Jeffrey D. Morgan, and the other being she loves the movie Silence of the Lambs. Uh, she loves <laughs> Hannibal, whether it be Anthony Hopkins playing him or Mads Mikkelsen playing him. Okay, that was my first uh, childhood crush was Hannibal Lecter. So oh, that, my that God. Was <laughs> I just feel yes. like KJ and Jonna need to know. It's like any <laughs> any top ten we do, if she can throw in that movie or the character, she will do it. Wow. <laughs> would you you would be disappointed if I didn't at this yeah, point? No, at this point I expect it. <laughs> she was like top ten romances, so I was like Hannibal Lecter and uh, Clarice. No. And no. Every time, if it if it's anything like best villains, Hannibal Lecter. Um, uh, like I can't remember what one of them. Oh, best TV show, Hannibal. And I was like, every one of it, it's like if it if it's there, I will fit it in. She will oh fit it God. in. So just want. I am you know I am that. interested to see how you fit Hannibal into our top ten. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. 
I challenge you, but I know. I was trying to think. I was like going through like the list in my head, and I was like, "What's he?" And I'm like, mm, "I'll figure out something." <laughs> well. Before we jump right into the top 10, of course, you always know that I got to give a huge shout out to our friends over at Stranger Jamie's. Uh, they are amazing friends of ours, Dan, um, Mark, and Ant. They do a D&D podcast every single Wednesday. Make sure you check them out, Instagram and Twitter at Stranger Jamie's. Uh, they also have an, another amazing podcast called They Call This a Movie, where they break down uh, pretty shitty movies throughout the years, but they do it in a very hilarious way. So please make sure you check them out. Tell them that Tia and Brin- Brittany sent you. Um, and before we get into the list, I do want to shout your guys' podcast out, The Kind of Nerdy Girls Podcast. It's very near and dear to my heart. It's amazing. You guys are amazing. So if you want to take a second to promote yourselves i know usually we do these sort of things at the end of the podcast but i want to do it now so there you go oh well thank you uh well uh jonna i'm gonna ask you to describe our show but while you try to get those words (laughs) together because words are hard uh i will tell you that the, the 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 foundation of the kind of nerdy girls was um the fact that i i work in um I, I work a lot of comic cons. I work for a company called Celeb Photo Ops, and I've coordinated a lot of podcast marathons. And I just got so irritated that every every single podcast that seemed to do with anything geek culture was a bunch of dudes. And I was like, well, like I talk about this with my girls, so there needs to be more of this. So I'm so glad that you ladies have your podcast because women need to be out there being like, we love this stuff. We love, you know, we love Marvel. We love to trash DC. If you love DC, have your own podcast. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it really was about, you know, uh, uh, representation. And it's not that we don't want dudes on our show because producer Patches is with us. We just wanted uh, a full community where no matter where you uh, land in your nerdiness, whatever it is, that there's a safe place that you can celebrate that and have fun with it. Um, so our show is very positive and, and fun. And our Facebook group is called the kind of nerdy network. And it doesn't matter. Like people will hop in there and say, Hey, has anyone seen this anime show? And even if none of the 1200 people have seen it, somebody's going to be like, I have it, but tell me about it. We want to know about it. So, um, it's a really wonderful, uh, little community to join on Facebook. Jada, how would you describe our show? Our show is, (laughs) um, just some women who love nerdy things, but we don't get into like canon and we only kind of know stuff about things. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what it is. Like we, we're kind of nerdy. So we only know probably about this much about what we're talking about whereas everyone else knows this much yeah we're not a deep dive show (laughs) and i appreciate that as you know if i was entertained that's all that matters um right right and i don't know if you've ever guessed it on a show where all of a sudden they start like going into that and you're like "Uh oh i'm on the wrong show yeah it brought me joy like that's as far as (laughs) i can it brought me joy Yeah, you'll hear us a lot on there. Like, let me Google that really quick. That's exactly how I feel like I am. But let's Uh, get into the top 10. As always, Brittany, you're going to kick it off for us. You know, let's show our guests how it's done. We are doing the top 10 Chris Evans roles. And Brittany, what is the number 10? 
I think you're going to hate me right off the bat. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh, Brittany, I may <laughs> hang up on you if I think this is going where it's going. <laughs> That's why I said you need... Another... Okay, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> no, I was going with not another teenage movie when he plays uh, Jake Weiler. <laughs> <laughs> and my reason for it... Is because when I was, you got to remember, I think uh, this movie came out 2001, so I was seven years old. And my thing about the movie is what I was obsessed with, like those kind of teenage movies where there's like, oh, the girl has like, you know, this uh, this butter. I was gonna say butterfly effect, but that sounds weird. This metamorphosis <laughs> that you know. <laughs> And I remember as a kid, you know, my mom was like, you want to watch this movie with me, even though there's some parts you cannot watch. And I was like, yes. And so to me, at first as a kid, I was like, this movie's really weird, but I guess it's kind of exactly like all those movies I like. And I didn't get it was a parody at first. And I know oh, that really? sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> did I did not realize it. And so, you know, instead of, you know, because it was like a, you know, me and Tia just talked about uh, 10 Things I Hate About You and, uh, you know, Mean movie. Girls. And oh, all yeah. That. Yeah. And so I was sitting there and I was like, I got to look it back through because I was like, man, I was like, I've, I've seen, you know, things with Chris Evans and I love Chris Evans. But I was like, man, I was like, most of my experience with him was when I was much, much younger, when he was just the pretty stupid boy <laughs> in movies. <laughs> and so... I was gonna say, I think people forget that Chris Evans has been around as long as he has. Like, with everyone thinks, yeah. oh, he's like new with Captain America. I'm like, Chris Evans has been around. <laughs> and, yeah. and those are the things. Like, like when I was looking back, I was like, you know, he either like looking back then. He, I love when um, what's it called? Like the chin strap that was so popular back then. Oh, where it was yeah. like everything oh, shaved yeah. except for the strap yeah. around the jaw, and I was like. Man, I think I've literally, you know, time's done you good. I've noticed that a lot with a lot of male actors. They'll be in their, like, quote-unquote prime, and I'm like, I'm not messing with you until you're over 50. Not that he's 50, but you get what I mean. But um, 40 this month. Really? Oh, that's right. His birthday's coming up. Happy birthday, Chris Evans. I guess it's just for that movie. It was just so goofy. And Jake Weiler was just like the epitome of like the douchebag that's like, oh, I'm going to convince this girl to fall in love with me. But oh, no, I've caught feelings. And oh, no, you know, I'm the douchebag. It's like, it's just so ridiculous. You know, he had his stepsister (laughs) that's constantly trying to get with him. He's got, you know, the mean girl what was her i can't remember her name but she was supposed to be like mean girls like you know the pinks and like Mm -hmm. they were i think the main girl was actually like not the main girl but that girl he was in love with it's like i want to almost say that she was smarter than him but like in the the, like popular way and he's like trying to win his popularity i don't know the movie was just so ridiculous and i think i just remembered being him and the main girl, which I don't remember her name, were just so ridiculous together. It just ended up being one of my favorite performances of his because that movie never makes me not laugh. That's true. So, that is, yes, it's a good one. So before I hop over to KJ and John, I just want to say, speaking, Brittany, speaking about 10 Things I Hate About You, remember how we talked about the scene where Heath Ledger is singing, you know, you're just too good to be true, can't take my eyes off you on the bleachers? Yes. Is I it? Like- 
Is it so I can't, but is it not another team movie when he starts singing Janie's got a gun and literally yes. just security's like, I got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I I it or <laughs> so it's like oh, okay. it definitely took like inspiration from all those movies. I love not another team movie for its ridiculousness and because Chris Evans was damn fine in that <laughs> so <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's the iconic banana scene in the whipped cream and yes. <laughs> oh, yes i no. saw the other day it like popped up in my my feed shocking that uh facebook knows to show me chris evans videos but it was the <laughs> it was when he was on he and uh scarjo were on ellen and they were doing trivia but really every trivia just led to like another another scene of him basically being nearly naked and she would put like Ellen would put his these stills on the screen and he was so every time he was so embarrassed like is this really happening I'm like you like you do these scenes like you know like we're gonna see these and we're gonna have these forever but then to watch him be like I can't believe I did that he's having an out-of-body experience those days he just pretended yeah. it didn't happen or at least um so he could play it just play well, stupid I mean, he was also so young in Hollywood too so he was just like okay I'll just do whatever it is to get me on the map well, right exactly so to that point John I do think I remember seeing something like years ago before he got like the Captain America role where he said that he was tired of doing photo shoots and movies where he was nearly naked because it really just was, oh, you're a piece of meat, like go up on screen and everything like that. So, you know, we respect Chris Evans, obviously. Um, but John, he did what he had to do early on. We don't, he judge. did what he had to do, just like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone did what he had to do to get into Hollywood. That's it right. Is what it is. But, um, <laughs> Shauna and KJ, what do you think about Chris Evans in Not Another Teen Movie? Uh, I mean, I'm total. I I I feel your sentiment. Like it's like you know, he was doing what he needed to do, and he did it well. You know, I mean, he was absolutely that like over the top douchebag that 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 role needed to be. And so I, I'm the same way. I I did not um, see it until much later. And so it was, uh, it was, it, it was joyful for me to like go back and, and I'd seen like the memes and gifts and stuff like that, where I like, I knew about the scene with the whipped cream and stuff, but like to, to have seen him as, and this is how late it was. I saw, I, he was already Captain America before I went back and watched that oh, movie. Wow. So to like go back and watch that movie after seeing his transformation into Captain America, I'm like, this is just like. This is just pure pleasure right now. Like, this is so fun to watch Chris Evans. I know that he probably would never do something like this again. And it was early in his career again. But, like, how much fun to just watch him, just watch him be a douchebag. For such a smart guy, he plays stupid so well. He does. He really does. And he he did it in Not Another Teen Movie, like, the seriousness on his face in every single scene was just I was like you were so committed to this character aren't you because that scene where she's like painting the picture of her and her mom and she's he's like who's that she's like it's my mom he's like you have her eyes and they're just like stick figures with like big ass hands. <laughs> he was so serious like you have her eyes I'm like what <laughs> that is true so much. he was so committed to being like that dumb <laughs> yes he was very committed 
Well, we love him for it. And Brittany, that is an amazing way to start off the top 10. I almost forgot about that role. So thank you. Um, I'm going to move over to Jonna. Uh, and why don't you give me what you think deserves the number nine spot? Ooh, um, I'll say the perfect score. I just watched it the other day. Oh, that's Aww. such an oldie but goodie. Uh, yeah. It is. I, lo- I watched it for the first time while I was at work. And it, I was like, I mean, the plot of it was okay, I guess. These kids trying to steal the SAT answers, which I thought was a very odd plot for a movie. But just, you have but when such you're- a great cast, though. Like, you got Chris Evans, you got Scarlett Johansson, like, and, you know, then they all you know spoiler they all decide not to cheat on the test which was fantastic but like i just i just think that that was it was a good movie but i mean chris evans wasn't the focal point of the movie but i thought that it was it was a good movie for what it was supposed to be so i will say that the perfect score came out in 2004 so i was 14 at that point so it's like I almost like related with that. It's like if I could steal the answers to the SAT, because <laughs> they made such a big deal about the SAT. So it's like I think that's why I like that movie in that sense. But mm-hmm. that's right, him and Scarlett Johansson haven't they been in like four movies together? They've been in a million yes. movies together. Yes, yeah. they have. Yeah, they basically they're both their entire acting careers. They've they've just done a ton of stuff together, mm-hmm. which I think is what you know really led to um, some of the, the the best moments through the MCU is because the two of them, the two of them have have been together for so long that they knew how to bring out what they needed to in both of those characters and make those scenes so impactful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Brittany, have you seen the perfect score? I actually got so excited because a, a small, small story. Um, I sat there, and when you said a perfect score, I was like, "Wait a second. I was like, "Let me, let me look this up real quick. Let me see if I've seen this." And I sat there, and the other day, I remembered this movie. I didn't remember who was in it. I remember <laughs> this movie, and I couldn't remember the name of it because I loved it when I was younger. I was like, "Oh, this is a good movie." And uh, I was sitting there and I kept getting it confused with the movie where um like oh like the hijacker one like with like where it was totally inaccurate about like like um sorry like the hacking one like how uh computer hacking is actually done and we were talking about it in the IT department and I was sitting there and I was like what is this movie what is this movie so when you said it I was like oh my god that's amazing except <laughs> um Tia the one thing that always confuses me is from arkansas i've never actually taken the sat it's all ACT uh, here, but i felt like i could relate in a way it's I was a like, it's a big uh test that they make it seem as if it is like the epitome of your life like you'll be 50 and telling people what you made on the sats yeah. and then it's like you get to college and it's like no one could give a flying fuck <laughs> that that is- is. they don't even make people take the sat anymore they don't. They don't? No. What no. a bunch of garbage! I'm, I'm sure yeah, I don't like that. So, I'm I will. That. I will uh, say, Brittany. I grew up in in Wisconsin, which is also an ACT uh, state. So I I feel you there. Like when that movie was out, I was like, "What? How come the ACT doesn't get like yeah, any love? Like, no one cares about the ACT. No, like, one cares. Cares. <laughs> I didn't ask to live in a state where they made the ACT the test. Like, can I get some?" <laughs> recognition here nope. they said they said fewer numbers 
Uh, what's that, Brittany? I was saying, like, I said, you didn't get the same respect because they score it in higher numbers. And they're like, you know what? We're not going to go, you know, 20 something, 30 something. You know, we got, what, what does the, the SAT go up to? It's like thousands, yeah, right? Like, like 1,400, yeah. stuff like that. 1,400, the perfect score, I think. I thought they raised it to like 2,400 now. Oh it was like, it was like at sixteen hundred, I think, when I took it. But I could have sworn they raised it after high school. All I know is all of high school, ever since like freshman year, it's like they drilled it into you. It's like you'd be learning vocabulary words, and they're like, "This is an SAT word," and you're like, "There, you're ready." And then I'll go on and tell you. I remember I made a twelve hundred, uh, which is not very Ooh. good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I was, See, I was from, also somewhere around there. So from, the, from the girl that took the ACT who scored a 27, I'm like, wow, 1,200. You're like, no, that's not good. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, but uh, I'm going to take my 25 and die. <laughs> that, that's why I uh, went to a community college. Because community colleges don't look at SAT scores. They couldn't give a shit about it. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to get in. I'll take the placement test because um, I don't know if for you guys where you are, if they do that with community colleges, but our community college is like, you take a placement test so they see like where you're at. And then when you go to the next college, then they just look at what you did in the community college. So I'm like, I don't even give a shit about this SAT crap. So, you know, there you go. But I do love uh, a perfect score. I haven't seen it probably in over 10 years. So I feel like now is a perfect time to revisit it. So. I Very just good love job. the fashion and the perfect score it's because it's that early two thousands. Just like I'm just like, oh God, did we actually dress like that back in the day? My goodness, <laughs> <laughs> yes we did. But do you I see? Just... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Brittany. Oh no, you. I was just saying, like for that movie, it's like I'm trying to remember exactly like the characters individually. I do remember it. Did it not end? Tell me if I'm wrong because it's been so so long. Didn't they have like an ending thing? Like you know how like movies used to do the little montage at the end. It's like so and so ended up at this college. Yes. And, you know, the, I yeah. did it not have that. Like illegally blonde. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It did. it did have one of those. <laughs> perfect. I love it. The thing I remember the most about a per- the perfect score was there was one character. It may have been ScarJo's character, but again, it's been so long that she was painting her nails with like whiteout. And like me being like fourteen and all punk, and I was like, "That's so cool." She's not even using. <laughs> she's not even using nail polish. She's using white out. That's so cool. <laughs> I like Scarjo's character. <laughs> yeah, his goth face. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's why I like Scarlett Johansson. Not a face mom. It's not a face mom. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> but uh, Jonna, great job with the number nine. KJ, I'm going to move to you. What is your number eight? Okay, so I do want to say that this is stressing me out a little bit because there's so many great roles and I'm like, what if I say something right now, but then one of the other roles that I wanted to make the list, I like didn't get in soon enough and I don't have time. So I'm really out of it. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to stress you out. I I should say that Brittany and I always say that our list isn't really a linear list. Okay. Okay. It's all there. All right. Well, because I do know now that uh, Brittany is such a big fan of of JDM, and this is one of the movies that I would like to be on the list, I'm going to throw it in right now, and that's The Losers. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Such a, I mean, such a great movie, and 
Chris Evans just did such a good job in that role as as Jensen where, you know, and it's so funny because it opens up and he's kind of doing the patriotic talk and it's kind of making fun of the his Captain America role like it's poking at it and then he's so like he's not Captain America but he also even though he's kind of a jackass he's got this huge heart and I just thought he like played that role so well and like so endearing to see him cheering on his niece's team and wearing the pink you know, Petunia t-shirt. And I just like, it It was, it just seemed like a role where he really got to like show both sides of like, it was almost like a transition from these like kind of douchey characters into this. Like I, I have substance, right? Like uh, I get nerdy and I love yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, him, I mean, him dancing in the elevator. I mean, he just, <laughs> it was like all the things that Chris Evans is good at all in one, in one role. Um, just absolutely adored that that movie. Yeah, it was very nice seeing that softer side of him. Where because mm-hmm. normally it's like I'm the big bulky, I go, I am super buff dude. Look at me, and it's like I love those. Trust me, I love those. But I'm just saying, it was nice to see kind of like that. Uh, oh, what's it called? Um, like just a different side of him to see more of like the smart guy, the goofy guy, the one that's just having fun in the role instead of just like the, the the exact like centerpiece of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go, Brittany, you got your Jeffrey Dean Morgan in there. You know, I looked up, I said, I said, sorry, I said, Sir Anthony Hopkins and um and Chris Evans and I can't find anything. I don't think they've ever been anything together. <laughs> but um freaking uh the losers has such a great cast, right? You do have yes. JDM, Chris Evans, Zoe Saldana, um was Idris Elba Idris Elba. Yeah. So it's like you have this amazing cast. Um and I love it. I love these like I love the Marvel universe. Um these no um but you know (laughs) (laughs) say that for when you're on the kind of nerdy girls again trash and dc over on the kind of nerdy girls (laughs) but i like when we can take a break from like the marvel superhero to other comic book things that aren't as serious they're a little bit more edgy um and i loved chris evans character in this as you said he's so outrageous and he does it so well i mean he stands out in that movie um and i just love his look i love his acting isn't there that scene where he's like you know pretending to like be like telekinetic and everything but in reality yes! it's like, it's like, i love that i love that it was so good it's such a great movie um yes. i like what you said Brittany. like that you know that he was he was kind of nerdy you know not to like Chris Evans is kind of nerdy, um, but it was it was like this funny. He was he's he's a nerd. He's kind of a dork, but he still has this like swagger with the ladies, and like and, and then he's got you see you see the huge heart that he has as well. It just it, it and and to be doing what he did with that huge cast around him and still stand out uh, to, that to me it just really showed his range and his 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 capabilities as an actor, and it was fun to watch it. Yes, I agree because I think like one thing is like oftentimes like for me and Tia especially we we often end up liking the side characters even more than the main characters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
though J.D. Morgan is the, is the name, so I can't, I can't fully say that. But <laughs> Come on, but, Brittany. Come on. You know that Chris I Evans, Chris Evans shine brighter than J.D. Morgan. I can't come to the Chris Evans. <laughs> I'm trying to sway Satan. I am trying to stay with J.D. Morgan and you're trying to do this to me. <laughs> the, the, girl oh knows, the girl knows what she likes and she likes J.D. Morgan. But <laughs> and Sir Anthony Hopkins and Matt Nicholson and <laughs> we and don't Oh, yeah. You know, oh, really oh. quick, Brittany, this is such a random interjection, but KJ has met both John Bernthal and Lee Pace. I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna <laughs> I mean, fight I, you. I, <laughs> never in the never in the moments that I was standing with them was I like, I am doing this specifically to ruin Britney's life. <laughs> you know what? I think I think you you know what? I don't believe you. I think you are like some kind of like future vision and you went, oh, you know that girl, I'm about to ruin her career. <laughs> Wait, KJ, do you, all right, at some point, do you have the picture of you and Lee Pace? Because I just love the height difference. It's continuously, I, like. <laughs> I do. Jana, can you, right next to the Thor Ragnarok poster right there, okay. you'll see me and Lee Pace. It is, it's the most awkward photo I've ever taken with a man. He is way too tall. Um, I've never posted this on on any social media because honestly where my head is is just so like he's leaning over he is leaning over and i am sta- i have heels on and i am standing at like oh tiptoes because legitimately like my my eyes and his crotch are they're they're <laughs> at the same level and is so, that a bad place to be it, it, i mean no but it was but it was awkward because I adore him um, so, and I was working his. I was working his booth, so I was like, as soon as all of his photo ops are done, like I'm the one that comes in and so, I'm stopped showing it to you because it's so awkward. Uh, I'm the one that's gonna go in and be like, Mr. Pace, you're done. You did a great job. Thank you so much. And you know, like, can I get a picture? And like, as soon as I walked in to do that. Like, he knew I wanted a picture. I knew I wanted a picture, but both of us knew it was going to be the most awkward picture. And so it was like, ah, just take the I picture. Oh, my God. Like, that. oh, my God. Uh, no, I can't. I love, and I, I, thank you so much, KJ, for, for humoring me there. It's just, it's my favorite picture. Like, it really is. If you, I will give you permission to, if you decide you want to post this as a video highlight, I just, it never in my life can bring myself to show the picture of how awkwardly Pace and I are standing next to each other. I I love it. Like, I never think, oh, that's awkward, or like laughing at you or him or anything. It's just, it's so, the the, just, the height difference is so comical. I didn't realize how tall he was, because like, yeah, he looks like imposing as as Ronan, right? But you would assume right. that you assume that they did that on purpose, right? And like maybe he's yeah. in the Chris Evans like height or something like that. And then when you look it up and it's like six foot five or something, it's like holy shit! <laughs> this guy. I t- I'm awesome telling you guys, man. that's a, that is a low estimate. He's seven eight. <laughs> I swear to God, like I walk in the room and I was like, there is no way this man is this tall right now. Like he can, he can see over the curtains of the photo uh, booth, which are nine feet curtains. I swear to God. Like, 
and, and again, like I said to you, like it was shocking because not in any of his roles have I ever thought that guy is so tall. Yeah. And so no. I was right there with my 4'11 self going, well, this is going to be weird. <laughs> I, I will say like one last thing, like I'll again, assumed he was definitely in like the six foot one range or something, but because he always seems to have roles with people who are like shorter than him. Like I'm yeah. a huge, I'm a huge fan of the actor Scoot McNary. I don't know if you know who he is. He's been in like a ton of things. If you looked at his filmography. I love Scoot. And him and Lee, like Lee Pace and Scoot McNary are in the show Halt and Catch Fire, which is a very good show I talk about all the time. And Scoot McNary is like on the shorter side. So when they show them, it's like you just assume it's because Scoot is like shorter, but you never think it's like, oh, it's because Lee Pace is literally like a giant. So. Right. Well, and that's what I thought too. Like I loved Pushing Daisies, you know, but he's opposite Kristen Chenoweth and she's tiny. So there was right. never a question. I was never like, he must just be gigantic, you know, until I was there. Until you <laughs> Prepare yourself, there. Brittany. I got it. Someday you will walk into a room with Lee Pace and you will be so glad that I warned you for all of the things you weren't expecting. <laughs> That's the thing is I'm really, really hoping because it's like, uh, and Tia can tell you there's a lot of times it's like, it seems like every time I want to get a photo up with some with somebody, something happens because I loved uh, Mark Shepard. Uh, oh, yeah. And, you know, his wife went into labor right when I was supposed to, like, the <gasps> day before but we were at the uh, convention to get photos. And I was like, man, there's so many people. But, you know, between them, like, I just want a photo with uh, John Bernthal or J.D. Morgan or just, I think, I, I would take anyone at this point. But honestly, honestly, Brittany, though, that was, like, I know you really wanted a photo op with Mark Shepard. Oh, kind I of, did love mine, though. But it did kind of work out because the guy who replaced him was Tom O'Penniket, the guy who played Goodrill in Supernatural. And oh, that yeah. was a great photo op. So I appreciated that. But um, yeah, anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry, back to Chris Evans. Please respect Chris Evans. Great pick uh, for number eight, uh, Jensen from The Losers. I'm going to hit number seven, and I'm going to do Andy from Defending Jacob. Um, yeah. Oh, listen, yes. our man's Chris Evans can do it all. He could be yes, heroic. Did, girl. Yeah. <laughs> My man understands the role. He, okay. <laughs> he understood the assignment. <laughs> he yes, could be funny. He could be heroic. And he could be serious as shit. When they were um, promoting Defending Jacob, I was like, this looks really interesting. This looks like something we really haven't seen. Well, I'll have a few other roles in later down this list where it's like yeah he can be serious but like defending jacob was so good like uh the freaking tenseness and you know you you were on the edge of your seat every episode and i watched that weekly i was like who did it you know it and just seeing uh chris evans as this like loving dad and he's this successful lawyer and then to slowly see things just tumble down where he's defending his kid and you know he's then dealing with uh his former colleagues against him he's dealing with the fact that his wife doesn't believe that his son is innocent and just seeing everything spiral out of control was just such a great um role for him and i'm telling you i felt so bad for andy at the end of that freaking show i was like 
It was so intense. Um, I freaking loved it. But KJ and Jana, it seems like you guys watched Defending Jacob. So I'm going to oh, yeah. definitely go to you guys and ask, like, what do you think of him as Andy? I loved it. I I literally sat and it was just perfect timing because we were in quarantine when it came out. Right. So it was just kind of like, oh, well, what else am I going to do besides watch something that Chris Evans is in? Oh, and exactly. Just, it was just so, oh my God, that scene in the car where he's like, did you kill him? Did you kill him? And oh, I'm yeah. like, oh my God. I was yeah. like, who's my man with all of this range? I just can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> it was just so good. And I mean, like you, I mean, you're rooting for him and you're rooting for the fact that, oh no, Jacob didn't kill this kid. Like he couldn't have like you know he's he's just like a little baby i don't know i i was pretty convinced from like the chat i was was like there was was a couple of times where i was like okay maybe he did kill that guy maybe he did kill i think that was the beauty of the show because sometimes i mean i was so stressed the entire time watching this like oh it's just like i don't even like what am i doing i shouldn't be watching this i'm going to keep watching this i'm going to have a heart attack i need to stop this but it was i still to this day like sometimes i'm like I still i'm still not sure he didn't kill that like, I, i'll just like i'll like randomly think about that. it yeah it's watch it again no i never want to watch it again <laughs> it was never so, but it was amazing because both chris listen i know this is a chris evans podcast but i do have other uh hollywood crushes as well and pablo schreiber <laughs> was also in that so it's like you know we had the best of both worlds there um yeah britney I know that you didn't watch Defending Jacob, but I'm sure I've told you about it. I'm sure I've sent you clips and everything. So what do you think about my pick? I was going to say, you don't understand when she was watching the show, every, like, every time she's like, like, Brittany, I don't know if he actually did it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Just like her pure, like, like, just amazement. She's like, I'm so sure he did it. I'm so sure he did it. And then one day she'd be like, no, I'm not so sure. I mean, what if he didn't? But, you know, for, for Chris Evans' character, you know, I really hope, you know, he didn't uh, do well, it. because I, I feel bad for Chris Evans' character because yeah. it's like he had this bad childhood. We got a little bit, first of all, his uh, scenes between him and J.K. Simmons. Oh, so good. Yeah. Amazing. So, so good. good. And so you're like, all right, he, you know, grew up this really bad upbringing and he just wanted like this nice life, this little cozy, you know, existence in their nice little house and everything. And this freaking kid, of course, ruined it by being a psychopath. But it's like you still don't, (laughs) that'll do it, right? And you still don't (laughs) fully know if he did it or not. Because again, spoiler alert, like, yeah, he confessed. To killing her but it was when his like mom was driving at like what 150 miles per hour on like oh, a radio yeah. right because yeah. <laughs> right, then you're like well of course he's at this point of course he's gonna say whatever she she wants him to hear and say he did it so he's like oh I did it and you're like ah and then they hit the fucking side of the bridge i want y'all to know how stressed i was watching that scene like i was just laying in my bed and i was like okay she's speeding up a little oh no oh no oh no oh god and then it just smacked into the wall oh no i was like everybody's dead now oh my god it was terrible yeah i mean you did you felt like you were in the car and everyone gave such great performances but i think that you know what what stood out about about the show is even though you are in the space of the did he do it? Did he do it? Maybe he did. Maybe he did. But you're seeing it through the eyes of Andy and you're stressed about it because you don't want 
Andy to be hurt. Like you're like, I got the protective bubble around Andy. And how does this is a no matter how it goes at this point, this is a freaking mess. This is destroying him, you know, and that so that was kind of like what I thought was really um, cool about how they told the story is that it's not just a, you know, a, a, a murder mystery type of thing. You're you're getting in the head of a father who at this point, even if the kid's innocent, the damage that has been done, that, the, you know, the psychological issues that this kid has, there's no way that it, it that that this comes out where Andy's OK. You know, and that's that's the stress behind it. One of my uh, favorite, one of my favorite scenes from that show is him and the female cop, right? Where you know they had obviously worked together, and I guess he's trying to ask her like to you know help him out, like we're friends or something. She's like, "Are we though? Like, have you ever invited me over to your house? Have I ever had dinner with your family? You know?" And I'm like, "That's I, I don't know why I just love that little scene where it's like Andy really was just grasping at straws, being desperate, and it's like." we get it. This is your kid, but you're also a lawyer and you should know how the procedures go, but it was so good. I love defending Jacob. Um, I don't know if it's getting a second season or not because it's based on a, no, right. Because it's based on a book and they already finished like what the book did. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily know that you would want to go back to it. I think revisiting that takes away from the actual story that was told yeah. takes away from the ambiguity of the ending. And honestly, I don't want to see that kid ever again. Whether he did it or <laughs> didn't do it, he's a friggin' like he's a he's a hot mess that needs a bunch of counseling and probably needs to not be in public. Man, so I don't. Yeah, let's just talk about how fine my man was looking in those suits, though. Like, let's talk about uh, how about that beard? <laughs> how about that beard? Oh, that oh, beard. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm a clean shaven chris evans girl uh, so uh, there were a lot of talks yeah. about his beard while defending jacob was going on it was looking real fun nice I thought so. I thought so. the only the only thing that i'm not the biggest fan of chris evans is his and listen i think long hair looks good on some guys like loki and freaking thor you know blah, blah blah but chris evans when he had like the middle part with a little bit of like long hair i wasn't really uh, yeah. feeling it i like slick no. back long hair better mm, than i yeah. like the middle part long hair but but he was rocking that like no matter what he looks like he was rocking that in um the one where he like ran a resort and everything like that oh, but it was um, red diving uh, something or uh something. red sea diving resort yeah that was a good that was a good movie it was good but i didn't like the hair yeah, yeah <laughs> that that's just... it's not a good look for him yeah and when he did that uh broadway show and he had the mustache, the mustache uh, uh, i should have uh, just uh, <laughs> you know what though not for nothing so like really quick like two or three it was like two years ago um during like a no shave november i did this list like honoring all the great mustaches in hollywood oh, god and I did put him down. <laughs> I was like, I can't help it. I love this little mustache. <laughs> but um, yeah, so my number seven is going to be defending Jacob. Uh, Brittany, we're back to you. What do you got for us? You know, I'm really torn because I don't want to accidentally steal somebody's. I'm just like, I'm over here vibing. I'm just like. Just vibe, um, girl. Just vibe. Yeah, just vibe. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm. Can I? Can I go ahead and? Uh, can I go ahead and take Johnny's storm? 
As long as he's on the list. I mean, as someone who owns a cat named Johnny Storm, he needs to be on the list. So I, I will let you have this one, Brittany. He made it. It makes it less stressful for me. <laughs> It takes me forever to watch certain movies uh, because I get really attached to the characters and the emotional trauma that some movies put me through with mm-hmm. characters. I'm like, I'm just like, oh, can I actually watch this? The reason we enjoy was during Storm is because, you know, growing up, that's the first superhero movie I can think of was a Fantastic Four. And, you know, mm-hmm. growing up when you have, you know, Johnny Storm, you know, he's so fiery, he's so cocky, you know, he has firepowers. Because, you know, I mean, the the whole like flame on thing was like the coolest shit to me as a kid. I was like, yeah. I was like, this is amazing, and it just fed into like that childhood dream of mine where you're like, you know, I wish I would get into an accident. You know, I wish I would have powers or something. And you know, he just came into it so naturally and. I think, you know, it's like, he was always supposed to be like, I'm the teenage heartthrob, look at me kind of person. It's like, you know what? You just play your, like, most, like, cocky kind of douchebag self. But, you know, he's still kind. He's still a hero. But he's cocky. You know, he really makes me think of uh, Star-Lord in a lot of aspects because that cockiness, like, yes, I am the best. And it's like, but are you? Are you not really? (laughs) Star-Lord is the worst. We hate him. Star-Lord is the worst. (laughs) We can talk about that another time. Don't you dare compare my Johnny Storm with Star-Lord. I will fight you. (laughs) They're Star-Lord haters, Brittany. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I feel attacked. No. <laughs> uh, Star Lord uh, needed to make a better choice, and better I will never choice. forgive him for that. Never. Never. You feel like a preschool teacher. It's like you made bad choices today. Yeah, we're not proud of your choices you did today. You don't but, get yeah. a gold star. <laughs> you know, by the way, I figured out how to relate this back to Hannibal. Mm. <laughs> Let's you hear see, it. In the Fantastic Four movie, um, Mad Nicholson actually. Uh, he actually uh, auditioned, I think, for Mister Fantastic, but ultimately lost really? out. So, in some, yeah, in some aspect, we would have found Matt Nicholson, who played Hannibal, to be in a movie with Chris Evans. So, see, I, I, it was a reach, but I got it. I you know how they do like the myself. seven? What is it like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or something? Like Brittany yes. can do the seven degrees of like Hannibal Lecter. It's impressive, honestly. <laughs> Good job, Brittany. You figured thank it out. You. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I want to say, like, be- it's so funny because, again, like, we love Chris Evans as Captain America, obviously. But it's like, I feel as if some people forget that he played a superhero beforehand. And it's like, that was in the era of when Chris Evans was playing, like, really douchey characters. Yeah. <laughs> but that I is. love John. And I know, KJ, you got a lot to say about Johnny Storm, but I'm just going to say a few syllables before I pass it along to you. I (laughs) love, okay, people hate on the Fantastic Four movies. And yeah, yeah, like, to be fair, they're a little dated at this point. You know, they're a little campy, a little corny. I went back and rewatched them. I was like, I'm still entertained. <laughs> I was like, I still yeah. like this. I mean, I love the Fantastic yes. Four movies. Yeah. I think they're great. I think they're great. Yeah, I think. 
I, I agree. I'm like, I, sorry, Gia, you keep going, but I totally agree. I think they, they were good for what they were, for what they made them to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we still had the Stan Lee cameos, which were great. You know, um, I love the explanation of their uh, getting their powers. I love Johnny and his whole, I love how he was like this man whore and everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And the best is in the second one where he's so mad that he his powers are like, you know, fucking up and he, you know, gets the, the powers of the thing. And it's just it's so funny. He's so good in that role. Um, so, KJ, yes, I'll, I will let you take it away. And John as well about Johnny Storm. Uh, well, I mean, I will say when when Chris Evans was cast as Captain America, I was a little stressed about it um, <laughs> because, you know, I'm like, Johnny Storm is not Captain America. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot do this to us. Um, but once that so I had like this stressful time until I saw the Captain America movie, like, please don't be Johnny Storm. Please don't be Johnny Storm. Uh, and then I'm like, OK cool you did it you're captain america He's that's great yeah yes. right and that was the thing like this is what like really you know sort of like i'm like i i love this guy he can be anything you know but in his role as as johnny storm he did everything that everything that that character is he he played off the charming part, the the kind of cocky part that he still loves his sisters, you know, and he still wants to do things that are right. And he's really smart, but you forget about that because of all of the other things that he is like at the end of the day, he's actually, you know, he, he does belong on that team. He is a genius. He just isn't like a book nerd about it. Like, you know, he's like the cool nerd. And you're like, man, I want to hang out with the cool nerd. Overpowers the nerd part. Yes, yes, and and so to like see what he did in that role, and you know, I mean, at at that point with 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 comic book movies, I mean, they were really kind of in their infancy. We, you, if you go back and watch it now, no, it's not the MCU. It's not even close. And is it much campier than what the the comic books were yes but that was their take at the time and and the version that they gave of us was entertaining so like you know I mean how can you not love this guy who's like instead of the other ones who are being tortured by the fact that their DNA has been altered and there's so much responsibility with this. And he's like, screw it. Look at this. I snapped my finger and I have fucking flames, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, as Brittany was saying, the fact that, like, he was like, flame on. It's like, you ate that shit up. And I guarantee yeah. today, if, like, that version of Fantastic Four was done today, they wouldn't have him say flame on or something no. like that. And it's like, the fact that they were just so okay with doing shit like that back then. Yes. Um, I don't have the, and I'm sorry, John, I don't mean to uh, interrupt it, what your thoughts are on Johnny's story, but I was just going to say, there's so many things that I loved about those movies. Um, as someone who's not the biggest comic book reader, I will say that my only complaints really about those movies is I don't understand why Jessica Alba was wearing a wig. It's like you couldn't have just dyed her hair. And the right. wig in the second one is so like obvious that it's a wig. <laughs> so bad like what is happening there like uh, that's, yeah that's I agree. my only real complaint is the wig <laughs> and i know this seems now, so minuscule before uh jana if i can just say one more thing before we go to you 
I have this, uh, I mean, I want to will this into reality that this will happen at some point during the MCU with, with Chris Evans being done as Steve Rogers and with the multiverse opening up, I (laughs) I would just (laughs) love a moment where they're in some other like parallel universe or something is happening and Chris Evans shows up as Johnny Storm. Uh, yes. Do you know that was supposed but, to happen in Deadpool 2? Did you know apparently that was the thing that Ryan Reynolds wanted? You know, at the end when he's like killing his other selves and everything? Yeah. It was supposed to be that like Johnny Storm was supposed to show up in that. They were going to have Chris Evans. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I just feel like this would be such a perfect way for, I, there's no fan who wouldn't want Chris Evans back, but also we no. respect the Captain America. Uh, you know, storyline. And so like, how fun would it be if you're sitting there watching this and all, I don't, it doesn't even need to be a full movie. He doesn't need to be in it very long, but it's just like, like everybody's like, so confused, Dr. Strange and Spider-Man and everybody's so confused because it's that's not Captain America. That's Johnny Storm. Is you that, know, like, is Steve? yeah. No, if they, that's Johnny. Okay. If they like, I'm not Steve. I'm Johnny Storm, and he like flames on and takes off. Listen, if they were this able, Wonder Vision. Well, I was gonna say if they were able to bring Evan Peters in as like you know not really Quicksilver, but you know a play on Quicksilver, and if they were able to bring in J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Why can't yeah. we get freaking Chris Evans as Johnny Storm? No. But just how much fun would that be for him? Be like, great. we're going to bring oh. you back and your cameo is not Steve Rogers from another timeline. Nope. You're freaking Johnny Storm. I love that. Oh, it would be brilliant. Oh, at Chris Evans, please do this. Thank you. But, uh, Jonna, what are your <laughs> thoughts of Johnny Storm? Um, I loved Johnny Storm. I mean, I love the fans i you know i tend to be a person who loves movies that people think are shit me too um, it's okay so, like, <laughs> like that movie was so bad and i'm like did you not watch it like it was like, a good movie. <laughs> we said a like, different movie yeah like did we sit in different theaters or something like but i mean it just the way chris evans played that role and like kj said like yeah johnny storm is smart but he's cool at the same time and your coolness factor always overshadows your smart factor Mm-hmm. like always so when people think that you're cool they automatically think that you're dumb and it didn't help that he was also kind of like a slut a little bit it's multifaceted many layers do you guys layers. remember in uh you know i want to say the suicide squad because i'm referring to the 2016 version of suicide squad but of course james gunn had to make that like difficult for me to say thus is not james gunn's version david ayer's version of it and when harley quinn says to diablo she's like can you light a girl's cigarette you know that would be really classy and it's like that's exactly what johnny storm does it's like why diablo looks like all like sullen about it johnny's like here i got your cigarette (laughs) right yeah i think chris just played that role just like so well Mm -hmm. like and i mean of course he was in his douchebag character phase but you know he still played it like really really well and i love the Fantastic Four movies. I'll probably watch them later today, honestly, because I you know what? I, I know I'm those, really feeling I it now. Those movies, I thought they were so good. And Katie, she's not here, so she can't she can't de- like defend herself. But she, she she's a not, hater. She hates the Fantastic. Hates them. See, oh, I like, no. and I but even like so the guy good. who played. I even like the guy who plays Doctor Doom in it. Like, I understand that you know, 
uh, comic book purist probably didn't like his costume or whatever problem they had with that version of Doctor Doom. I don't know. Mm. I thought, I guess because I grew up with that, those were the versions of those characters for me. It's like, when I think of the Fantastic Four, I thought of them. Um, Yes. Which is why when they did the new Fantastic Four, I was like, they all look like children. I was like, at least like these look like adults. Like you can, you know, conceive that they're scientists and everything. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up and I've already made around two three hundred dollars you're putting gas in your car anyway why not get real cash back if you like free money download upside i'm saving the cash i earn from using upside to help pay for a vacation later this year download the free upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas use promo code game to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank you can cash out anytime right to your bank paypal or a gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code game for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank that's code game for a 25 Five cents per gallon bonus. And then when they showed the cast for the 2015 version, I'm like, they all look like they're 12. <laughs> I just yeah. love, I loved that they got two of the people that I love the most to be Johnny Storm. They got Chris Evans being Johnny Storm, and then and they had Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan, Jordan being Johnny Storm. And I was like, oh yeah, that is the only that. good thing about that newer version is michael b jordan but the mcu saves everyone who was in fantastic four movies because he came out as killmonger and (laughs) that's right right, yeah killmonger (laughs) johnny storm killmonger is the clearly the better (laughs) yeah he's he's the winner obviously (laughs) hey listen i i do sometimes like think about you know we had that but that um marvel sizzle reel that came out not too long ago and they just gave us that very brief little fantastic four logo and i was alone and i'm like did that just happen and like (laughs) i should not be freaking out about a logo for one second as much as i am but johnny storm there's gonna be another johnny storm like i I mean isn't that what we freaked about like uh because didn't they announce it did they announce it during San Diego Comic-Con like two years ago or something like that? Or or maybe it was the Marvel thing I'm thinking of, like the Disney thing where they were talking about the properties that they were coming. They announced like all the shows and everything. Yeah, I remember they were like, yeah. and, and it's like so cool to know that that's on their mind because it's like ever since they acquired Fox, it's like, oh, are they doing anything with these characters? And it's like, yeah, they are. We're going to see Fantastic Right, War. and they're so, they're so important to, uh, you know, to, to Marvel and their history. They're like, you know, they're the, the first family of Marvel and we haven't seen them in so long and they didn't get to be a part of the MCU. And uh, I'm sure that they are taking their time and getting this right because it's going to mean so much to the fans when we can actually have a Fantastic Four in the MCU. So the fact that they even just gave us that little logo for a second, I was like, it's real now. It's real. There's a sizzle reel and that's a Fantastic Four logo and it's happening. Like, I don't know how soon it's happening, but now it's happening. I am really excited to see who's going to play these characters, who's going to play Johnny Storm. I know a lot of people have a fan cast and I'm like, I'm just going to sit back and wait as long as as long as they don't look 12. 
As long as right, they don't look right. 12, then I'm okay with it. And as long as I get my Chris Evans, Johnny Storm cameo somewhere in the multiverse. Come on, right. Doctor Strange too. Come, Come on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Brittany, great Johnny Storm. As you can see, we are like geeking out about some Johnny yeah. Storm here. It was one of Chris Evans' like, most iconic roles. So how could you yeah. not love it? Um, but Jonna, I'm going to go back to you for the number five slot. Ooh, uh, okay. It's not number five in my heart, but it's definitely like a, a very good movie. Uh, Gifted. Yeah. Have you seen Gifted? I actually have not seen Gifted. That's probably uh, yeah, the only thing yeah. that I. Yeah, you. Okay. But you can still, oh, but you can still gush about. It. You can still gush you about. Yeah, it. we're here for it. We're oh, here for gosh. it. <laughs> so it's you'll just love Chris Evans so much in it. Like he just. His, I think it's his sister dies. Yeah, it's his niece. And he ends up being the sole guardian of his niece. And it turns out that she's like gifted. Like she's really smart. And it's kind of like a Matilda, but like a more serious type thing. Yeah. Um, She doesn't have like telekinesis or anything like that. But she's just (laughs) like overly smart to be like five or six or however old she is. And like you just see like Chris Evans' character. And I can't, I think his name was Frank. Like, you just see him struggling so hard with wanting to be, like, this, you know, hot single man, but he has to be, like, a father figure to this little girl, and then her teacher, played by Jenny Slate, uh, Chris Evans' ex-girlfriend, for those of you who don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was a hot second thing, right? Okay. Yes, okay. it was. Uh, but she is the little girl's teacher, and she's, like, telling him, like, hey, like, you know, your niece is gifted and she's really smart and I think she should go to this like fancy school or whatever and he was like no when my sister died like she wanted my niece to be a normal kid and like go to a normal school and then like you know the uh his mom comes and tries to take the daughter away and Octavia Spencer's in it she plays the neighbor and like it just it 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 it, you're on the verge of tears like the whole movie he's a he's in this caretaker role that you've never seen him in before and it's just really it is beautiful to watch him play this character who was on had a life that he's real happy being like the single guy doing his thing and then to like realize like I've I've got to protect this child I've got to make the best decisions for her um it does it's like you're like that whole time you're just like just loves this little girl so much and he's doing all the right things even though everyone around him is telling him what he should be doing Mm -hmm. he's trying to honor his sister he's trying to honor this little girl in the best way and there's a cat involved in this movie i won't like spoil anything but the (laughs) the cat is very very important uh to the point that there when we were watching this there was a moment where my husband, uh, producer Patches, got up and left the room because he was like, I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't. And I'm like, no, come back. Come back. Come back. Like, and it was the movie where he met his dog. Yes. I was just going to say that. They were filming. His, like, real life dog. Yes. So when you watch Gifted, the, the scenes that they are doing it, when he goes to the shelter, they actually film that in a shelter. And while he was there, he met his dog and was like, wasn't trying to adopt, but like Dodger was like, Chris Evans, you are my human. You're and- my dad now. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so I love that. It's, you have to watch it and just because so it's good. so beautiful. It's, it, yeah. And he just does such an amazing job playing that conflicted 
like I want to be this you know you know hot boy summer type shit and (laughs) but he's like no I have I have to be a dad yeah and like it's hard to be because like I'm an auntie so it's like it's hard to that line where it's like you're uh you know you're the fun auntie uncle but like you have to be that authoritarian role with the kid as well so he kind of struggles with that a lot too because he wants to be fun uncle frank but he's got to be dad frank you know so you know i actually i have actually seen this movie and i just didn't remember (laughs) i I watched it with my mom my heart you know it's been a really long time but i remember my mom loves to watch sad movies that pull at your heart and I'm like, mom, I can't do this. And I always go, well, I'll sit in here with you while you watch it. And then I end up watching the entire thing and crying like a big baby yeah. with my mom the entire time. This is a good movie, but you're right. It's like, you know, he's wanting you to play with lifestyle and he doesn't have time for a kid. And it's like, well, now you do. Now yeah. you do. You're a daddy now. And the little yes, girl's performance is really fantastic oh, as well. Makes they, me cry. Yeah, they really had oh. they had a good a, a really good chemistry on yeah. on screen. Their um their scenes are are very moving. You, and I mean, even their like interviews that they do, like when they were on like the press tour for the movie, like they just together, like you can just tell that she really looks up to Chris Evans as kind of not like a dad, but like as like a cool uncle. Mm-hmm. And like they just have such a good time together. And I just like I was just like, oh my baby. <laughs> it will bring so you good. like and all the tears. It. it will bring you all the tears. But it is it's a very it's a very moving film. Yes. Yeah, I I've seen like the gifts and everything. I, I think we talked about I live on Tumblr, so you know you type in Chris Evans and there's gifts of him. So it's like I've seen those. I just haven't seen the actual movie. Um, ah, probably because Mom, I, we're all cat people here. You got to watch the movie where Chris I, Evans <laughs> and little has a little girl and a cat. And a cat. All right, <laughs> all right. real life dog in it. Like that. I know that's. I love that. I think. Um, I think that happened to John Bernthal as well. I think oh, the really? dog, yeah, I, I could have sworn that uh that happened in a role, probably in Daredevil with the dog and everything. Oh yeah. Um, you know, oh. so there you go. But um yes, love that. Uh I will definitely put it on my list to watch. I'm sorry I haven't seen it. Um that's, uh, okay. <laughs> that's okay. So this is when we do the twelve days of Christmas in July. <laughs> we will have the list and we watch them together in order. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a whole bunch of people like on Tuesday night, we're all watching, uh, we're all watching Gifted. And then, you know, people are chatting about it. It's, it, it's really fun. So yeah. it will be on the list. Of course. Awesome. This sounds like a good time. Oh, <laughs> man. Just, Brittany, you're going to love it. So fun. We have a Christmas tree. It's, oh, yeah. yeah, it's. Oh, it's yeah. I've seen the tree. Like a logo for it, too. We have like a Christmas logo, and it's got like Chris, a little Chris Evans like cartoon oh, on it. And one of our members in the kind of nerdy network is actually making a Chris Evans tree skirt for us. I love it. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> We are very serious about Christmas. Is it, is it Patches? <laughs> is Patches? <laughs> no, it's not it Patches. Is not. Christmas in July is Patches' least favorite thing that I oh, do. He, yeah. <laughs> he hates it. We need to get a holiday for him to feel this passionate about. He has a, it's Saint, we call St. Patrick's Day here, St. Patches Day. Uh, he gets a tree. He has a treaty for St. Patches Day. So I have a tree for Christmas in July. It's can a thing. I, can yeah. I say really quickly about St. Patrick's Day? Um, yes. You know, my family is Italian-American, right? 
but we celebrate St. Patrick's Day as if we're Irish. And the only <laughs> and the only reason is because my grandmother's name is Patricia. So it's like for some <laughs> for some reason and it's a tradition. My grandma makes uh, corned beef and cabbage. She makes Irish coffee. You know, she puts green everywhere. And it's like, you would think we're yeah. Irish in that moment. So we too very much celebrate St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. <laughs> we can all celebrate Well, if you ever want to visit on St. Patrick's Day, know that it's St. Patrick's Day at our house. The tree will be up and we all exchange green gifts. Really? So I love that. Oh my gosh, our nephews don't realize that this is not an actual thing. Like they are, they're living their life thinking that everybody has a tree on St. Patrick's Day and they exchange green. They're going to start asking their friends, like, so what do you get? And they're going to be like, what do you get for St. Patrick's Day? (laughs) Brittany, why don't we do things like this? (laughs) I'm feeling like. Because you don't love me. Because you don't. You need to stop your shit. You're coming here in October. You may not have a place to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm sleeping. Don't I? I need a place. Please. You know, I love you. Um, but KJ, let's move on to our number four spot. What do you got for us? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I had because I had Johnny Storm and I had uh, gifted and uh, defending Jacob and all the things I'm going to go because uh, this has got to be on the list, if for nothing else, for the sweater, Knives Out. Ah, the oh, sweater. yeah. Oh, freaking fantastic. Oh, my God. And, and Knives Out. And again, like, Played I just the talked roles. about this the other day with he my mom. He played that role so well that, you know, like, he was, I mean, you're kind of like, he's got to have something to do with it, right? But but at the same time, then you're like, no, when they're sitting in that restaurant, I'm buying his shit there. Like, yeah. I'm believing. He's you're, like, like, he's like, a, oh. you're like, he's a douchebag, but he's not a killer. <laughs> right, right. Oh, just um, so, oh, so, so much good. fun. And Again, you know, like when we first started watching, I'm like, there is not enough Chris Evans in this. Like, when are we going to get to the Chris Evans? But the way that they did it and the parts that he had leading up to where then he is this, like, becomes this bigger character in the story. You're like, yes, 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 yes. Like, this is what I wanted to see. But then you're also like, oh, crap. He's, oh, no, he's He's a terrible person. Uh, I'll tell. You, I knew he. I knew he did it from when he first stepped on onto the scene. I was like, he did it, one hundred percent. It was, but I thought I it was. He, I knew he did it. I, I thought it was way that, too obvious. Nope, I kind of felt it. that in the trailers when you saw the trailers, and he's like, mm-hmm. eat shit, eat shit, eat shit, and you're yes. like, oh, he must be <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, but I think they did a good job of continuing to misdirect you, and he did a good job of playing that role where you're like, eh, he's probably capable. Nah, he's just a douchebag. Oh, he wouldn't even care that much to, much to kill someone. Like, there's just this, like, constant, like, mm, it seems too obvious, and then no, there's no way. Yeah, it was, he was fabulous. I love, well, also his name was Ransom in it, Ransom, so I feel right? like Ransom that was Drysdale. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love the sweater game that he was displaying on that, and I will say that, yes, while I was, like, really 100% convinced that he did it, there were small moments where I thought maybe he didn't do it just because he did seem as if he really just didn't care that much about his family. Right. So it's like, why would he go to this length? Um, exactly. 
And I really liked the exchanges between him and Ana de Armas. I love them yes. working together. Um, but his character really took this great turn where it's like he's just a douchebag to he is a killer because he went to try and go kill her. Like, yeah. he went to try and kill her. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, Chris Evans, what what you doing? What you right. doing? Right. Oh, no. This is but, getting really uncomfortable and bad, and I don't want you to do this. Honestly, like, that's one of my favorite scenes. Like, that whole thing. But like where he grabs the knife and tries to stab her, and then he keeps trying to stab her. Even He's like, wait, <laughs> to the thing. Yes. And then when she throws up in his face, I was like, oh my god, that is the oh. He was just, <laughs> he was just like, oh, oh my god. I was so like, that was happening. I love that movie, right? I really love that movie, mm-hmm. but I hated that aspect of the movie because I okay. get very queasy. Like I tell people all the time, like, listen. I want to be like the best, you know, gal pal ever. But if we're out and you start yakking, I can't hold your hair. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Like someone else is going to have to hold your hair for you because it ain't going to be me. So when that happens, I'm a vomiter. Are you really? Yes. If someone's throwing up around me, I'm like, oh, oh my God. I, like, I have to leave the room. Yeah, I have to leave. Me too. Or I'm going to vomit too. Like, it's, I, I can't do it. I have to like step aside and it's mm-hmm. like all right i'll check on you and and believe me this yeah. is how i've had experience my friend cindy we have been friends for like most of our life lives at this moment and we have had plenty of moments where she's you know doing her business mm-hmm. because of, and i've had to walk out of the room and someone else has had to <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, I, I am going to be a great support to you on the other side of the house i've never had to do that with you i don't know if you've ever put me in that position so i thank you for that. um maybe the time i got sick and then locked the door on you and you panicked because you're like this bitch better not <laughs> die and i'll you fucking you first yeah but see i wasn't I still wasn't holding your hair because I was like, oh, I know. You're just like, please make sure you don't die. Exactly. But, you know, it's, I always laugh because, you know, it's like I'm from Arkansas, but I'm also my parents' only daughter. And so, you know, when they think, oh, she went to New York, big, scary place, they're always like, please don't get kidnapped. Please don't get murdered. And she's sitting <laughs> over here like, please don't make me have to deal with your parents. Yeah, but, I was like, please don't uh, make me have to call your parents and say that you, like, died from alcohol poisoning in my <laughs> like bathroom. Hey, we didn't say it was alcohol to you. Don't call me out like this. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, that that movie is great. Brittany, you need to see Knives Out. Next time you come here or go there, you uh, need to watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. Just like <laughs> yes. I do have do it's on prime watch it it's 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 so much fun it's just a really great whodunit movie and And the cast is all-star dude the cast is like beautiful isn't it wasn't that one of christopher Plummer's last roles yes yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and he was fantastic his relationship with Ana de Armas' character oh. was so amazing. That's what made me the saddest in that. I was like, yes. that they couldn't have more scenes together. And I was like, why would you yeah. do this to us? God damn it, Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah. And then you like find, then like, you know, the plot twist at the end when you find out how he died. And you're like, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, Yeah, like that, I was talking like, about yes. that. Like, I'm sorry. This shit hurts. I don't like that. I was talking about that with my mom actually yesterday when because it's like you sit there and you're like wait 
he didn't need to, uh, uh, no. uh, I know, it like breaks your heart. Oh, yeah. It broke my heart. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. But Knives Out is great. Chris Evans in that is amazing. His sweater game, how snarky yeah. he is. Um, yeah. That whole thing was so good. Uh, oh, did, re- did you see that he got his dog one of those sweaters? Yes, I did. It was so good. Yes. <laughs> It's like, who decided this? Like, Brian Johnson, I want to know what the process was where he's like, all right, we're going to have Chris Evans come in. He's like really bulky and everything because he just finished doing like Captain America. But I'm going to put him in like the cuddliest, warmest sweater ever. (laughs) He knew what he was doing. (laughs) He definitely knew what he was doing with that freaking movie. Every single woman who loves Chris Evans is going to see this trailer and that sweater and they're going to be like, I'm watching that movie. Yep. For no other Patches reason. Didn't, Patches didn't even really want to see it. He's not big about going to theaters. He likes to watch things at home. And I went and watched it by myself because I was like, no, that is Chris Evans and he is in a sweater. I also saw that. Then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't I see I saw that at home. I saw it much later after it came out, like came and went in theaters and everything. And I was not disappointed. But I'm yeah. kind of like Patches. I'm not the biggest theater goer. Like, I can wait. Um, like, mm-hmm. the other day, I went and saw A Quiet Place Part 2. And that was the first time I've been to the theater since Spider-Man Far From Home. So oh, it's my like, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's been I a long time. I miss the movie theater so much. Yeah. I miss, can, I miss going well, to the theater. Can I tell you really quick? I kind of don't. I went there and I was like, this is why I don't like going. Because I go there and it's like, have you guys seen A Quiet Place? Or even like the first No, but I never like, will because I don't like to be scared. I don't like scary movies. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, we're wimps. And I'm not really a scary movie person either. It's just like, it was my boyfriend's birthday. We wanted to do something, you know, we had seen the first one, but um, you know, the whole movie's like very tense. It's very quiet, obviously. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Place. And it's like, you have like, there was three groups of people like, and then there was this person right next to us, like on their phone with their bright ass light. And I was like, I remember why I hate coming to the movies because now I can't uh-huh. concentrate on that. I'm concentrating on these people with their freaking conversation and everything. What are you talking about? Like, that's <laughs> don't come to the theater. If you're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I really, I really only like to go to the movies. I mean, Knives Out was a little bit different, but I, I do enjoy the experience of when, like, one of the Marvel movie come when they come out and oh, that, yeah. that like experience. when it's They're it's an, an experience. experience to watch it with other people. And I haven't been in a situation with a Marvel movie where anyone was really talking, um, except for you know when when Cap got the hammer and John oh. Jonna oh. screamed in the theater. Okay, look. Screamed in well, the that, theater. That's understandable. Let it go. She screamed. Look. That is so hot. <laughs> yeah, the whole theater lost it Look. because they all heard her. Look. That is so hot. This is what happened. Okay, <laughs> he got the hammer, and everyone was screaming and cheering, and like it was just so fantastic. I was like, "Oh yes, this is great." And then he started whooping Thanos's ass, and I was like, "Yes, whoop his ass." I was like, "This is so hot," and then. But that was the, at that moment where I was saying that the whole theater had gotten quiet and I thought that it was still going to be loud. 
And then everyone heard me and I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I have to leave now. <laughs> I think it's dark in here. <laughs> I was like, man, I wish somebody was recording this on their phone right no. now. Like, this would be one of the best reaction videos. The That was a hot scene. I don't know what any. Don't let anyone tell you different. When Cap got that hammer and was oh. beating up Thanos, that shit had me going, okay? <laughs> the Marvel movies are completely different. Like, when I saw yeah. in, when I saw Infinity War and Thor's, you know, blasting down into Wakanda, the whole entire theater was like, ah, you know, just like yeah. going crazy. And then in Endgame, when the portals started, when Cap, you know, freaking yes. lifted Mjolnir, we all were like, uh-huh. yeah. yes, yes. So it's like, it's yeah. different, obviously. No, yeah. my... I'll, one last thing is that um so I got to see Endgame right like before it came to the masses you know I was mm-hmm. able fortunately to go see with other press people so you know everyone's like really intent on watching it and we're cheering when it's appropriate to cheer but then I went and mm-hmm. saw Endgame when it came out for everyone and the one thing though is like I got to the theater right we're all sitting there and there's like this couple a few rows in front and right before the movie starts the guy like turns to her and he's like so I know that you've not seen one Marvel movie but it's okay I'll explain everything as it goes and I was like no, what do you mean you're no, going to explain everything right now? Oh, you will not. Not <laughs> <laughs> now, no, she won't. I just watched this uh, TikTok the other day, and this girl, she was like crying or whatever. And she's like, So I just had to stop talking to this guy because they went and saw, I don't know, I think it was like Guardians of the Galaxy or something like that, or like she was watching it with them. Yeah. And he was like, why is there a tree? Why is this? Why is that? She was like, that's group. What are you talking about? She was like, so she was like, so I had to stop talking to that guy because he just wasn't understanding the way that I was feeling in the movie. And I was like, I get that. Girl. I get that. I get that. Girl. It's understandable. Oh man. I, I can't wait to see another Marvel movie in the theater. I will say it. Black Widow. Dang. It's coming. It's coming out. I know. Well, I'm a little, I'm a little torn. Uh, Jonna, we may have to figure it out because uh, PopCon is the weekend that Black Widow comes out. It's our Ooh. first con and, and we're doing our the TV show live and all this stuff. But I'm like, but we have to see Black Widow. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have to. We do. We're going to have to figure that out. Gonna You're going to have to squeeze it in at some point. Maybe if, if we can plan ahead, which is not something we're very good at. The worst at. We're the, terrible at it. <laughs> uh, but maybe Black Widow will uh, motivate us enough to plan ahead that we could go see it on Thursday. Okay. And then we get awesome. to talk about it at PopCon. Yeah. Uh, just let me know because I might have to work Thursday. No, you will take Thursday. You will take off. Right okay. It's a you holiday. I'm off. already taking off for all of PopCon. <laughs> yeah. yep. like, oh, PopCon, off. Yep. And now you're Who taking Thursday money? off. Got it. Anyway. Yeah. I got two jobs. <laughs> we can figure <laughs> out our schedules and how we're going to see Black Widow another time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. We're, 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 we're going to do that now. Um, this is the perfect <laughs> Everybody pull up your Google calendar. Tia might be here for PopCon, so she also has to go with us to see Black Widow. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it because I have a bridal shower that I need to go to that weekend, but we could talk about that all there. (laughs) That's another, yeah. We can play. But um, whatchamacallit. it? So I think we are up to number three. It's my turn. Um, And I'm going to pick a role that I don't hear a lot of people talking about, but I feel as if it's truly one of Chris Evans' like best roles. And it's going to be of Mike 
release from Puncture. Um, I don't know if you guys I have ever seen, seen Puncture. I haven't. No. no. See, I'll it's so obscure. Yeah. So, like, really quick, just to explain it, um, Puncture is based on uh, a true story. It's all about uh, this whole controversy of back in the day when the rise of HIV was very high and uh, nurses and doctors were getting it from patients when, you know, they were getting stuck by their needles and everything. Um, There's a company that made uh, syringes that were one-time use where literally it would poke and then retract in. So it was supposed to be a safety thing, but because it costs literally like 30 cents more than the regular hospitals weren't using it. So this, the movie follows a nurse who unfortunately contracts HIV through uh, sticking a patient and then the patient, you know, writhing around and it hitting her. And we get uh, Chris Evans as Mike, uh, who is a lawyer, who is a great yeah. lawyer, but he is a massive drug addict. You see Chris Evans take a lot of drugs in this freaking movie. Oh, um, dear. And wow. so it's like... So it's this whole movie of him combating his drug addiction with desperately trying to help this woman because he becomes very like involved in it where, you know, even his business partner saying like, this is not a winning battle. We're going up against hospitals and organizations that do not want to do it. And he's like, but this will save lives and we need to desperately save lives. And there's just so many great roles. He like goes and speaks with someone at some point and it's like he's all into it and all of a sudden his like nose starts bleeding and everything and the woman's like oh, no. you know, she knows obviously he's abusing yeah. things, you know. He's overdosing a thousand times in the freaking movie. He's also shirtless a thousand freaking times with a bunch of tattoos mm. everywhere, okay. you know. So, you know. <laughs> so it's like real life, okay? Yeah. Cool. Without the drugs. Without the drugs. Without the drugs. <laughs> but I you know, like, ignored that part. We're just we're focusing we'll just on the that part. But yeah, I really, really enjoy this role of his. It's a very serious role. I think Chris Evans plays this character really well, and I. It's not something I've seen him do before, playing this like really conflicted drug addict who is trying to balance his life and honestly kind of failing. Uh, you can look up what happened to the real life Mike West. I won't tell you what happened. Wait, is it a true story? It is a true story. It's based on a true oh. story. This guy actually existed. Um, and this is a real case. And I won't tell you what happened to Mike. You can look that up, what happens to Chris Evans in the movie. Um, it's sad. But <laughs> it's a really <laughs> no, good thanks. movie. Yeah. Uh, my guess is that he dies i can't watch chris evans die i can't, I can't do it, I can't watch chris do it. <laughs> well I, I, all right it, the movie did come out like over 10 years ago so spoiler alert yes he does die towards the end of the movie he overdoses yeah, and dies you. unfortunately um but it's still a really fantastic movie Great story. <laughs> sorry Brittany. cool story bro <laughs> But I really, really, really suggest watching it because it's a really good movie. He's so intense in it. And it's it's just you feel bad for this guy because it's like his life is a mess. He's a mess, but he's really trying to do the right thing here when everyone tells him to just stop fighting against it. And to me, I find things like that so interesting because it is a real life thing. And it is unfortunate, not to get to like super serious right now, but it is very unfortunate that hospitals aren't using things like this because it could save a shit ton of people. 
Um, right. So I did really like that aspect of it. So that's Puncture. Um, I'm sorry you guys haven't seen it. I will <laughs> hound you now to put it on your 12 Days of Christmas, even though it's super depressing. We are not having guys of drug overdose movie and the 12 Days of Christmas. I'm the one who makes the list. Not a so are you, are you the one yeah. who makes the list? Listen, I'm the one who makes the list. I'm going to find a picture and I'm going to send it to you guys and everything. I don't know if you want to comment on the movie or we can move on to the next one since you guys haven't seen it, but I'm finding a freaking picture right now and okay. sending oh, a, a very a very good reason as to why you guys should see this okay. freaking movie. But um, I will say Jonna has to go pretty soon so I don't okay. want her to miss the I don't want her to miss what we're leading up to. Okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect. So, uh, Brittany, let's move back to you for the number two spot. I'm gonna go with it, and I'll make a little real quick. I'm gonna go Snowpiercer. Oh, yes. you great! Snowpiercer. Oh, I loved it. Yes. yes. Oh, it was so good. You know, I, I put it off for so long because you know, kind of like you know, when Tia was first telling me about Slip Brittany, I know what you're gonna think. It takes place on a train. They're in the back <laughs> of the train. They're getting into the front of the train, but trust me, trust me, it's a great movie. And I remember, uh, we watched it the last time I was in New York, right? Yes, we did. We did. And I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, this is good. This is really good. Like, everything matches up. This all makes sense, you know, the the post-apocalyptic feel, you know, the the fact that the super wealthy live up to the front, you know, they're living so good, Um, you know. Curtis's character, you know, oftentimes when we get a a hero, there's nothing wrong with them. And, you know, it's like Captain America has his flaws, but he's not super flawed. He's kind of like he he does things to a flaw. But with him, you know, going back and it's like, yes, you know, I'm you know trying to be the leader. I don't want to be the leader, but I'm trying to take care of people. I'm trying to be that person. I'm trying to sacrifice everything. And I sit there and I'm like, he's great. There's nothing wrong with him. And then you learn what he's done in the movie and the past. And you go, mm-hmm. oh, that's pretty, that's pretty awful. And you almost sit there like, Those can I still like, like tattoos too? Sorry, I just showed you. John is distracted by the picture Sorry. Tia just sent us. Just Sorry, <laughs> no, What a babe. I, I, that, that's a good reason to be distracted. <laughs> <laughs> we already know. Uh, but uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Brittany. Oh, no, it's just like, you know, we do have a lot with them. You're like, he's amazing. There's nothing wrong with that amazing thing. You know. That's pretty much my mom. I don't know how to feel about that one. And well, he just—he was very attractive, very mm-hmm. straightforward, and it was like almost he felt like Captain America again, except with a much worse past. Oh, I yes, yes. I love Snowpiercer. Um, I really like Bong Joon Ho as a director. Uh, this was his first English speaking movie. I love the and, and I eventually grew to love the concept. At first, the concept seemed a little strange to me, mm-hmm. but I ended up really loving it. Loved Chris Evans' character, his uh, journey, his story, um, how you know he felt, what he had to do in the past, his regrets. Um, so many fantastic action scenes when he's staring at the other guy from the other side of the train and he's aiming the gun and everything. Just so good. Such a fantastic movie. Um, Jana and KJ, what do you think about Snowpiercer before we move on to the number mm-hmm. one spot. 
I loved I Katie told me to watch it. She was like, Chris Evans on a train. And I was like, well, I mean, I love Chris Evans, but I don't want to watch it. Right. It's a weird, it's a weird concept. It's such a weird concept. It's like, who pitched this to the company? It was like, hey, let's put the world ends, right? But they're on a train. For 17 years. (laughs) Yeah. And like it just, but you I mean, obviously, I didn't I went into it, I didn't see a preview or anything for it because I watched it like so much later than when it came out. And I was like, oh, obviously Chris Evans is going to be like, you know, the main character, but probably a more affluent character. And he wasn't like he was just in the back of the train and he was like, fuck this. We're going to the front. okay?" (laughs) And I was like, do it. But it was it was so heartbreaking to see all the characters who were like, we're going to the front. And they like most of them die. And then Mm -hmm. uh, spoiler, Chris Evans also dies which very sad about that shit and gets his arm freaking cut off and everything yeah, although it was yeah. more of like a journey for him because he was so regretful about not sacrificing one of his limbs so it almost became full circle for him so i yes. did you know yeah um i, I think that's sorry. one of his most iconic roles i would say i i loved snowpiercer i mean as gritty and uncomfortable as it made you like it was a very good movie which I yeah, I do remember watching it going, if if this was not Chris Evans right now, I would not be watching this movie mm-hmm. because I am so uncomfortable. Like, this is just like, uh, it, it just, but it, I mean, the message was important, right? There's so many, there's so much about it that it's like, yeah, this is, you know, garbage the way that, that we have these classes and the way that we're, uh, so the world ended and we're still being shitty and having classes. Like, what the yeah. Which is- I mean, it, it's very much God. a Bong Joon-ho theme. All of his movies have to do with something like classism, elitism, things like that. Mm-hmm. Just always done in a very peculiar way, which, you know, makes it super entertaining. Um, which is another reason why I don't know how I feel about the show Snowpiercer. It takes place yeah, about 10 years. It. it takes place 10 years prior and there's not one single mention of Curtis. And I'm like, where's Curtis in this? You know, like right. going yeah. back to seven. So. Right. But um, Brittany, I love that role. You know I do. Um, no, I know you do. It's one of my favorite Chris Evans roles. It's one of my favorite Chris Evans roles of all time. He does such a fantastic job. Um, we are down to the number one of the top ten, as I always do. I like to lead up to the number one and everything. So. Number 10, we have Not Another Teen Movie. Number 9, we have The Perfect Score. Number 8, we have The Losers. Number 7, we have Defending Jacob. Number 6, we have Fantastic Four. Number 5, we have Gifted. Number 4, we have Knives Out. Number 3, we have Puncture. Number 2, we have Snowpiercer. And Jana, you are closing out our top 10 here. What do you got for us? Let's hear it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I have to go with the obvious pick, Captain America. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Captain America. Yeah, absolute favorite (laughs) Captain America movie. Jonna, this is why you and me, man. You and me, like. (laughs) I love loved the Winter Soldier. I honestly, that's like my comfort movie now. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm just sitting at home, I'm like, "Mm, I'll just watch Winter Soldier again. It's fine. Like it's just, it's so good. And I mean just Chris Evans in that role, like that whole elevator scene where he's like, before we get started, does anyone want to get out? And I was like, yo, <laughs> let me get out of the elevator really quick. Cause like, yeah. he was, oh man, it was just so good. And then 
the whole like he's like Bucky like he's just so shook and he cannot kill his best friend and I was just like oh my god I can't deal with this it's so so good I love that movie so much I love that movie the Winter Soldier I still put it as my number one MCU uh, MCU film I know like I love Infinity War I love Endgame there's so many that I love but at the end of the day I have to put Winter Soldier there it is so good it's a grittier thing we see uh captain america he's less like a fish out of water you know even though he's still so new to this world he's adjusting a lot better than i think he did in the first avengers um i love it so many iconic scenes from the freaking beginning you know on your left uh and then when that comes full circle right and Edgar, you're like ah i love that scene where he's running from shield and he's on his motorcycle and he just jumps the barrier like he jumps off the motorcycle to like get onto the thing and then he just hops back on it like nothing happened i'm like he's (laughs) he's such an icon he's so badass in that him like demanding fury like telling the truth he's angry at natasha you know he's angry at sharon oh my gosh oh he's so good good. well i think he like you know he figured out he's like well screw i didn't ask to be frozen and wake up all these years later and have all this this all this garbage is still going on like screw all this you know I mean, no. it, just, it, it really was exciting to see him that way and I for me and I mean I didn't I didn't have a lot of access to comic books when I was younger but I did have Captain America and so you know I mean just sometimes I think about like the entire MCU and I'm like man if Captain America wasn't your favorite character you didn't have as good of an experience as I did because this whole MCU was like, especially when you got to Endgame, this was like an ode to Captain America. I mean, everything was about, and I remember um, Joss Whedon specifically saying when they were doing the Avengers, like we are going to watch the world of the Avengers through Captain America's eyes. Uh, That's the beauty of this is that he is out of time, a man out of time and he can, be confused with what's happening and he can be conflicted about like what this, what is good and what is not. And, and they really carried that through every single movie is that Captain America was the heart of this thing yes. um, and, and, and kept everybody going to where in Endgame, it was like, yes, we are celebrating Captain America. He's getting everything. He's getting the freaking hammer. He's getting back with Peggy. Like he is getting, <laughs> he, you know, like he's getting everything because from the very beginning, this is the guy that that deserved it. And can you I know, tell you? Oh, I'm no, sorry, Jenna. No, no, no. Well, I was gonna say, like, I think, like, I love Winter Soldier Cap, but I also love Infinity War Cap. Like he was just such a he was like, I'm not putting up with anybody's shit anymore. What did he like, say? He was like what? he was like, I'm not asking forgiveness and I'm done asking permission. I was like, Yes, I was like, Yeah, yeah you know, okay. <laughs> and his la- and you know, his language was like so much more like a little bit, you know, not Captain esque. And I was like, Okay, we're getting that uh, way out here. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Tia, there's this guy who's like been flirting with me for a while and he hates Captain America. No. Hates hates Mm-mm. cap and i was like i we oh. can't even be friends because you hate captain america like that is my oh, number man. one superhero flag. Like, right? yeah. flag. He, he likes batman and like Venom, and i was like ew gross yeah he's making bad choices <laughs> yeah, for but sure I, like but chris evans as captain america just in any movie but especially like 
Infinity War and um, Winter Soldier just you just see him turning from this goody two shoes I don't know what the hell is going on to you know what forget it I'm gonna do whatever I want but it's gonna be for the greater good yeah Cap has always been like that where it's like how could you think that he wouldn't go against Sokovian Accords it's like he you know believes in you know goodness but not in the way that it's done today or with you know all right. these like you know bullshit pretty much i love the winter soldier version of cat there's so many iconic scenes in that when natasha's like uh public displays of affections make people uncomfortable he's like yes they do and she's yes, like kiss do. me <laughs> 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 I like, yeah, I feel uncomfortable. and i just love so much of that shit but uh Brittany, and i took that personally and I took- <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, uh what do you think about captain america specifically the winter soldier cat which by the way hang on before i go to you Brittany and i also do have a uh crush in that freaking movie as well we are big fans of frank grillo uh crossbow yes, so that that fight scene between them two on the elevator that was so good go no, ahead, um, I, I was gonna say i love that movie especially i know tia said i think this is your favorite marvel movie mm-hmm. isn't it it's my it's my number one and even like there was a hot Mm -hmm. second where you know i obviously put like infinity war and endgame up there because you know and it's um they're still like in the top five but i have to be honest with myself and say that winter soldier is still the best one yeah yep i I don't know is it unanimous here do we all agree winter soldier is the best it's (laughs) pretty yeah i would say (laughs) 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 you know i love getting to see that grittier version of captain america because it's like you already love them but you know there's oh i was when i went on my float trip yesterday my friend hannah was like oh you know in falcon um and the winter soldier you know you know he did that to the shield because I'm trying to avoid spoilers or anything. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, do you not think Captain America's killed people? She goes, yeah, but not like that. And I was like, he literally yeah, like, th- like I think he like threw soldier. someone in the propellers of the plane and everything. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 he did. We blocked that out, guys. We blocked that out. <laughs> and I was just like, I said, you, you know, he's killed people. And she goes, yeah, but that was different. I'm like, I get that. I see you, but I mean, this guy is a World War II soldier. Brittany, you're breaking up there. Can you hear me now? No, yes. I can hear you. <laughs> All right. You know what's funny is uh, I'm on the Wi-Fi and I'm right next to the router. What's up with that? It sounds but- like you're like occasionally just run to the other side of the room and yell yeah. for a little bit. And then you come back. <laughs> What's it called when you join the military, but you're like, I, I'm a peaceful, oh, wait, when you get drafted and you're like peaceful and you don't want to kill people, so you end up being something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to what's called, but never once did we see that Captain America tried to do that. He was like, yeah, I want to go to war. So I'm kind of like sitting there, I'm like, this man's killed people. Don't Steve treat Ro- him Steve like. Steve Rogers used a gun in the first Avengers. Um, so he definitely. He's not you know, that man. He's not that man. But um, 
Really quick before we continue, Jana, I believe that you need to probably hop off or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, know how long it takes work. to get to work. I don't want you to be late or anything. But you just say yeah. that Tia from the top 10 uh, held you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I already texted my manager and I was like, I'm probably going to be late. Just FYI, because I, st- I haven't even brushed my teeth or anything yet. Oh so my like- gosh, go brush your teeth, woman. Get to work. But I want to talk about Chris Evans. I know. <laughs> I love Chris Evans. But we love you. I'm so happy that you're able to join on the top 10. Uh, If you want to really quick plug yourself and let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, You can find me at kindofnerdygirls.com with KJ, or you can follow me on Instagram, not Instagram. Yeah, you're on Instagram. I am on Instagram at it's Jana underscore. And then on Twitter at underscore it's Jana underscore. Um, I would like to put in my uh, honorable mention for, uh, Chris Evans, uh, push. I don't know. If yes, you know yes. push Love is so push. good. I, yes. I, Katie told me she was like, Jonathan, it's not. She's like, it's not a good movie. I was like, that is a fantastic movie. I you love Chris push. Evans. You got Dakota Fanning. Like, come on. Like, what? Yes, what do you mean? And yeah, like, souls in it. Yeah, really, God, it's such a really quick good movie. Um, for us at GVN, Joanne and I did a like Throwback Thursday review of Push like a year ago, and it's still the highest performing freaking video on this YouTube like channel. People nice. love Push. It like it's Push good. is great. It's I don't get where where the, where the disconnect from. was with it. it yeah. Should have had another movie. It should have. I mean, it, it it's that good. It, I loved it. I put it in the 12 days of Christmas last year (laughs) and like, and it's so, it's so weird because me and KJ talk about all the time, like stuff that brings you like comfort, I guess that you can like fall asleep to. Like, I love this so much that I've seen it enough that I can fall asleep during the 12 days of Christmas. Like I turned on push and I fell asleep because I was just like, yes, but I love, but I've seen it so many times and I just love, and just Chris Evans voice just put me right to sleep. I was like, ah, yes, thank you. I love it so much. So yeah, that's my honorable mention for push. And then follow the kind of nerdy girls on Twitter and join the Facebook group of the kind of nerdy network. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jana. Jana. Thank you. Bye, guys. All right. Go Bye. sell some love sacks. I'm going to try. <laughs> uh Brittany while we're on the you know theme of honorable mentions do you got any for us um I you know I have let's see I have fish on there I had um let me see here um oh Lucas Lee from Scott Pilgrim oh yeah those eyebrows <laughs> uh, I sat there and went to, I had never seen it until Tia and she was just like I have a movie for you and I was like what is it's just all those eyebrows I think it's hilarious yes. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, KJ do you have any uh, honorable mentions for us today I do um, the movie did you guys see the movie before we go it is Chris's uh, directorial debut Uh, I highly recommend it. It is, um, it is, a it is not a romantic comedy, which kind of is what I thought it was at first. It's more of a romantic drama. Mm -hmm. Um, just a very interesting, uh, two, two people who are in very different places in their lives, but very much drawn to each other and the conflict that comes from a relationship that they want to have, but maybe shouldn't have. Um, I, I just thought he, he really did a fantastic job um, 
you know, and, and maybe because I, I was proud of him and wanted to cheer him on in this, in this movie, cause it was taking a step behind the camera. Um, but just a really good story that doesn't quite, um, it's, it's a little more realistic, uh, look at life and how um, messy relationships can get. Um, and and it starts with just like one night that wasn't supposed to happen and then the ramifications of that and how things get complicated. Um, it's, a, it's a really, really good watch. And a very, um, you know, he, he gives a very emotional um, performance and it will make you it will make you sad. It will make you angry. It makes you cheer for them. Then it makes you go, I, you guys should not be together. Like, it's just like, it has you like all over, over the place, but a great job, um, both on camera and, and behind the scenes. So that's my honorable mention. Nice. I'll have to definitely check it out. Um, my honorable mention, the movie itself isn't really that great. I'll be honest with you, but I liked his performance in it and it's called the Iceman. I'm not sure if you uh, ever oh, heard I haven't that. seen that. Yeah, it's um, I, he's not the lead in it. Um, the freaking lead is Michael Shannon. Um, but Chris Evans plays essentially a contract killer, but kind of I want to say a a bit of a more dangerous version of Jensen. Still like this okay. kind of like playfulness kind of thing. He has really long hair in like the first oh, half God. of it. Yeah, it's like so trippy to see. But his performance is pretty good. So again, the movie isn't say like that necessarily great, but I definitely recommend it for Chris Evans. But yeah, I think we did an amazing job with our top ten. Uh, who, who doesn't want to celebrate some Chris Evans here? Um, right. Well, and I think like, if you look at like the theme and all of these movies and it really, um, uh, what struck me, especially being someone who loved Captain America as like, that was my first hero, um, as a very young child. And so there was this, I needed an actor to come into that role for me that was going to respect it and take it as seriously and be as committed to it. Um, and I don't think there was anyone better for it. Like, it's, I, I, I enjoyed Chris Evans' career before and then just, like, really, really loved the fact that he, he didn't want to be Captain America because he knew what it was going to take, right? Yeah. And I think that's what made him so, um, so good at it. But all of us uh, celebrating all of these movies, you know, it's like every, every single time that he does something, he, he really brings the performance that that elevates everyone around him and that's what i think is so beautiful about him and all you know and uh, it helps that he's a beautiful human being off the screen as well you could <laughs> so. definitely tell that which is so great and i was going to say like just to echo what you said i was a fan of his before he got the captain america role um but i am happy that he got captain america because people now are more aware of him so now that we see his career after steve rogers um, you know, it's just such a beautiful career. I really love it. Um, and what I really love is the fact that you and John, I were able to join Brittany and I for today's top 10. Uh, I'm sorry that producer patches couldn't be with us. Please tell him that we missed him, but uh, honestly, he would have been here like poo-pooing everything. That we oh, were okay, doing. good. <laughs> 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 then, um, <you> know. <laughs> but uh, KJ, before we wrap up today and everything, I know Jonna gave you guys a shout out, but, and I know I gave you a shout out beforehand, but you know, we need people to definitely get hip to the kind of nerdy girls network. So why don't you give us another plug here? 
Well, thank you. Yeah, it is. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it was a community created um, honestly, because as a child, I didn't have anyone around me who loved Captain America, didn't have anyone who understood why I wanted to be Princess Leia so bad. And I really wanted to create something that was a safe, fun environment. So we um, we uh, say of the kind of nerdy girls, you can't be kind of nerdy without being kind first. So everyone who is at our, our group comes to it with an appreciation for nerddom and a, and a desire to be kind to each other as we approach it. Um, I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by a bunch of women who are incredibly talented and very funny. Um, so if you are looking for a show that is more about feeling like you're hanging out with your friends, uh, we are that. So uh, we welcome you to join the group, uh, the Kind of Nerdy Network on Facebook. In addition to our regular shows, I do a lot of interviews with celebrities. So I just uh, uh, recently talked to John Schneider and he said, all the right things about Smallville, which made me so, so happy. Um, one of the few DC things that I do celebrate. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, we talked to him. I had Tiffany, uh, from the eighties on the other day and I fangirled out so much with her. Um, so celebrity interviews, a community of really fun nerds, and you can find everything. Um, our shows, our Facebook group, all the things, uh, just go to kind of nerdy network.com. Awesome. Please everyone make sure that you check that out. I hope to be on this Tuesday. Um, yay. Yay. Um, Brittany, please let everyone know where they can find you. I know that you have been busting your ass recently and everything. So please let everyone know where they can find you, what you got going on next. I was going to say, you can always find me on Twitch at Itty Bitty Brit. Um, I'm probably going to play Little Nightmares tonight, which, you know, it's Sunday now, but I'll probably be playing it for the next few streams and playing uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, which is uh, an MMO. But, well, no, I've had a really good time. Uh, I did hit 2,000 followers that I was really excited about. Congratulations! And, oh, <laughs> I am very excited, and um, hoping to get a lot more consistent again now that uh, I'm out of college for the summer, but I did do my double internships and uh, the whole working for parents thing, so I'm like, must get back to consistency, and uh, <laughs> I'm excited because uh, Arkansas Comic Con is back on again, and so hopefully I can do my uh, my Gerudo Link cosplay. I just, I don't Yay! know. I, I, I'm very, very excited. I'm ready to get back to, uh, oh no, some normalcy within my own life. Yes. yes. It's exciting to have the cons back. If you, if, Tia, if you don't mind, I'm so terrible at promoting things, but if you don't mind, speaking of cons, can I give a little plug to PopCon here in Indianapolis? Absolutely, in please. Yes. Of course. Uh, uh, July 9th through the 11th, PopCon, it is an actual convention that is run by fans for fans. So um, of all of the cons that I have been to around the world, uh, it, it, even though it's in my backyard, it is one of my favorites and I highly recommend that you have the experience. Um, in addition, this year, uh, I have a show that the, our, our Kickstarter to get a full season on TV kicks off next Saturday the 12th and it's called Paranormal Crossroad and it will be the first time ever at PopCon and I think any convention that a paranormal TV show will be live will be 
recording, do, showing evidence, having our spirit medium on with us. So um, if, you're, if you're itching to go to a con and you're willing to travel, uh, come to Indianapolis July 9th through the 11th, uh, and you will have a wonderful fan experience. And you can find out all about that uh, by going to my personal website, which is kjontheair.com. Absolutely. Please, everyone, make sure that you check that out. Check out Brittany's streaming, her gaming channel on Twitch. She's a very dedicated streamer who spends lots of her time making sure that she entertains you all. Please make sure that you follow KJ because that is amazing to hear. I am so happy and proud of you. Um, And I wish I could go to PopCon this year, um, but if anything, next year. And you guys definitely have to come over to New York Comic Con as well. Yes, Um, yes. For us, please make sure that you're following Geek Vibes Nation. You can go to geekvibesnation.com. It has links to all of our social media platforms. Uh, please make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel, um, Geek Vibes Podcast. Um, I just did a uh, interview with Tyler Maine, who plays Black Star on Jupiter's Legacy. Unfortunately, it got canceled, but there are rumors of a spinoff, and we could see his character come back for that. So that's very cool. As for me personally, you can make sure that you check me out on Twitter and Instagram, TC underscore Stark. Um, and Lady is making an appearance now, so say hi, Lady. You know, say goodbye to oh, everyone. Um, <laughs> and Thank you all again. Please let us know what your favorite Chris Evans roles are, and we will see you later. Bye!